Welcome to In China with Michelle Zhou. Manufacturers have long known China to be a leader in their industry, but now the world is recognizing China as a business center for companies, market traders, education, and artists. It's no wonder that the economy has grown to be the world's second largest. In our program, you'll learn from the thought leaders and professionals who have lived in both the U.S. and China and continue to do business there. Now, here is your host, Michelle Zhou. Welcome, everyone. It's so great having you here today. You are listening to In China with Michelle Zhou, and I'm your host, Michelle. I'm the founder and the CEO of Pacific Technologies Consulting Group. We help American and Chinese organizations learn from each other, bridge their needs, and grow their businesses internationally. You can contact me at our company website, ptcgconsulting.com. Make sure to click on the links in my show notes, or email me at michelle.zou at ptcgconsulting.com. And I always welcome you to connect me on LinkedIn. Today, my guest is Brad Chen, and he's calling from China right now. We are going to talk about China's social media and business opportunities. So, hi, Brad. Welcome here. Hi, Michelle. I think we know each other for over ten years at least. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, time flies, huh? <laughs>、uh, let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Yeah. Hi, everyone. This is Brad. I'm calling from Shanghai, and、uh, I I started my、uh, own business,、uh, WeMart. In year two thousand thirteen, before that, I was working in Chinese VC firm called Sinovation Ventures. This VC firm was quite well known in China and was founded by Kaifu Li, was a senior executive in Microsoft and Google. So, after a short period of time in Sinovation Ventures. I started my own company because I think my passion was to build something by myself. And WeMart, our company is mainly focusing providing omni-channel e-commerce solution to all these fast-growing international brands and to help them better land their business in China to fulfill their. Fast-growing demand of、uh, international brands goods in China, and I have a technical background. In my early ten years kind of、uh, career, I was、uh, working in many、uh, global companies such as Fujitsu, Motorola, Intel, and Microsoft. Ten, in two thousand seven, I joined the Microsoft Online、uh, Group, and、uh, that is the place where I know、uh, Michelle. Yes, you were the investor first. Then you jump into be a startup by yourself. So what's going? Yeah, tell us a little bit about the logic here. Was always a product guy. Even I, when I was working in big companies like Microsoft, I was always trying to build some product by myself. At the time, I didn't have a very clear. Idea what I should do, so I think maybe I can join a VC company to understand what 
the startup kind of ecosystem looks like. So also at the time, I was invited by Dr. Kaifu Lee to join his innovation uh, ventures. I think we do five entrepreneurs every day and uh, have coffee, teas, <laughs> and then it's set up to uh, more than 200 projects uh, per year in average. I think. Wow. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Reason because I, I was uh, so uh, inspired by those uh, entrepreneurs. So you want to become one of them, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh-huh. So when you jumped in, what was the idea you had at that time? There, when I, so in 2013, there's uh, many uh, social media quite popular on the smartphones. So I think uh, this is an opportunity to change the overall landscape of uh, e-commerce. The entry uh, barrier for people to do e-commerce will be largely reduced. I think there's opportunity to combine the social media and the e-commerce. So I have a lot of experience in the in the in the social network products. The first idea is to do a kind of a social commerce platform to help those individuals to sell things on the social media. That's a very early idea. So let me make sure I understand you. So the first idea you guys had was you want to build a platform based on social media services that is available, was available in China. So on on that social media platform, then individual person, consumers like you and I would be able to do our to sell the products that you said the e-commerce yes yeah i think it's yes. selling some sort yes. of products from there so each of us have yes. a virtual store on the platform yes correct mm-hmm. so okay. people can use their cell phone to start selling things without going not owning kind of a offline a store or without going to third party platforms like jd.com or tmall.com paying a lot of uh, service fees. They can just uh, using their mobile phone and a few clicks, they can up and running their business, sell things directly to their friends or their, their customers in the uh, Chinese social media. At the time, uh, it's Weibo, Sina Weibo, and uh, WeChat I think, is still at a very early stage. So mainly Sina Weibo. So the clone of Twitter at the beginning, because as you know, many of the international social media are not accessible in China mainland. So this kind of business model copied to China. Weibo is a kind of clone of Twitter in China. Weibo is W-E-I-B-O. Yeah. Yes. What happened to that? And is it still working? Uh, is that still part of your product today? Yeah, that's, that's uh, the, the first uh, starting point for my uh, company. Actually, it turns out uh, r- a real opportunity and a real, a very, a really huge opportunity. The other company took the, the market share of this segment. It's called Weidian. Tell us so a little bit more about Weidian. Yeah, what it is. 
within uh, within started um, a few months uh, earlier than I did, and uh, they are they, they because they have uh, raised two rounds of uh, funding and they have uh, more than I think at the time they have three hundred three hundred employees already. They they saw the same opportunity as I did, and they pushed quite aggressively in the market. So just after a half year, six months time of period, at the time I remember their valuation has reached seven billion, seven billion US dollar. Whoa! At the peak time, yeah. So. Sounds like uh, you did uh, pick the right direction, the right uh, market to enter into, and then trying to build the product. You guys didn't do fast enough, and there's uh, the competitor within. They were they are the winner at the end. Yes, correct. So that's the lesson we we learn uh, when we do the startup because we 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 made a lot of mistakes. We did a pivot. And we changed our direction, but in, still, it's uh, in the social commerce kind of uh, segment. So we 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 changed uh, a little bit, and we we at the time WeChat is uh, booming and uh, over overtook uh, Weibo, Weibo and becomes the number one social media in China. So we start to help small and medium business to do e-commerce in the WeChat ecosystem. Yeah, we need, to, uh, second, we need to explain yeah. a little bit about the WeChat, what it is to people, to the audience here. <laughs> uh, we, WeChat, okay. WeChat is uh, kind of uh, similar to WhatsApp. You know WhatsApp? Yes, of course. Yeah, it's kind of a mobile IM, mobile uh, messenger application. In China, and uh, it's uh, developed by Tencent, the biggest uh, internet company from China. Yeah, in China we have this uh, BAT, B-A-T, the top three. Uh, of course, there are some other internet companies, but uh, B-A-T T is for Tencent. They have QQ and WeChat. WeChat is the top one social media tools that people services that people have been using. It has, I think, about a one billion active users. One billion monthly yeah. monthly active monthly users. Active yes, users. Yeah, it's huge. And everybody, if you want to work, if you want to do business in China, you need to install that WeChat application on your phone and. Because every Chinese is using that. <laughs> yes, yes. Everyone, everyone. My 10 years old son and my 70 years old mother, father, they are all on WeChat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, yeah, the other thing is now when people meet each other, right, for business settings, well, we still use business cards, but uh, uh, once we got to know each other, then... Forget about a business card. We all add our WeChat to each other. So it's a lot easier to connect by, through WeChat versus email. Uh, many people don't use email anymore. They use WeChat and WeChat can go with all these. We can attach the files, all kinds of 
documents sent to each other. And it can, it doesn't have, I don't know what's the limit of how big the document can send. For me, I sometimes send audio files. It's like a 30 megabits. It just goes through easily. Yes, you can do that, definitely. Mm -hmm. So WeChat today is the very dominant social media service that uh, in China people are using. And Weibo, mm -hmm. the one that you first mm -hmm. product was built on top of, Weibo is still there. Yes. It's still being used yes. by many, many people. So maybe you can help people understand what, uh, what's the difference between this Weibo and WeChat. Mm -hmm. uh, Weibo is, as I said, it's a kind of clone of uh, Twitter at the beginning. And of course, after many years, it, it changed quite a lot. And the other, because uh, Twitter is more like media, real-time news notification and not understand uh, what's happening in the world. Still kind of very strong media. So it's uh, like broadcasting, right? It's more Yeah, it's kind of broadcasting. One two one two M kind of broadcasting. So mm -hmm. Weibo is more like uh, Twitter. Mm -hmm. uh, it's you know, it's not based on a strong a strong relationship. But uh, WeChat is it's kind of a communication tool at the beginning. So it, WeChat actually is replacing SMS at first. It's an IP-based messaging tool. Then adds social media, social network features on top of that. Then it adds a group chat and their moments, all these features. And then it adds a lot of other stuff like a mobile payment, and e-commerce, gaming. Last year, uh, WeChat also rolled out uh, the mini app within WeChat. Mini so it's kind of uh, I think it's called mini program. Yeah, mini program. So it's kind of a nat native application within WeChat. So WeChat become super application, or some some people would say. It, WeChat is kind of uh, operating system of uh, mobile internet in China. So it mm -hmm. includes everything, almost everything. Yeah, and today I see many enterprises, they start to have their enterprise uh, WeChat. Or WeChat, what do they call it? It's inside of WeChat, then they have their enterprise application there. So people at work, they use WeChat. We are going to take a quick break and we'll come back and continue to talk about the social media in China and the opportunities or what that means for you on your business opportunities. All right, stay tuned. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Are you interested in expanding your business to China, but don't know how to start? Are you wondering how to grow your sales in the China market and win over competition? Meet Michelle Zhou and her team at Pacific Technologies Consulting Group. 
Our consultants are U.S.-China experts and have all lived and worked in both the U.S. and China with many years' experience in market entry strategies, management, and execution. We can help you find the right partners, develop opportunities, and grow your business in China. Please visit ptcgconsulting.com today. In your business, are you on top of your PR game? PR is what tells your story. Whether it's the business itself, key people in your business, or showing your best face to the public, listen for the brand ambassadors. Host Merritt Hamilton Allen with co-host Gary Potterfield will discuss effective presentation ideas, building your personal brand, risk management, crisis communication, and more. Focus your business goals and PR resources. Listen live Fridays at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to In China with Michelle Zhou. To call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to info at ptcgconsulting.com. Now, back to this week's program. Now we're back. This is Michelle, and I'm here with my guest, Brett. We're talking about China's social media and the business opportunities. So, Brad, first project failed. You guys pivoted. And so what's next? What's, what's the second thing you did, you guys did? Second thing we did is we helped the small and medium business to sell uh, in uh, WeChat. And we think uh, there, uh, there's a huge amount of SMB in China, and uh, they, they actually they want to sell things doing uh, e-commerce so we start helping them to easily build up their online shops on wechat so that's the, our second try this time instead of the customer your target customer is not the individuals individuals yeah you, you are targeting the small and medium um, businesses uh, but the is still e-commerce on social Yes. Social media platform. And the social media platform you changed from the first one, Twitter-like Weibo, to uh, the second one is WhatsApp-like um, type of things, which is called WeChat. WeChat. Okay. So I see the difference now. <laughs> you pivoted. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Beginning it went, went very well. Uh, in a short period of time, we accumulated more than 20,000 SMBs. Ooh. And they they sitting on uh, on our on top of our platform, 
and the GMV of the platform is growing uh, very fast. That's good, good, good. So, but uh, unfortunately, the challenge is the, those SMBs, they are very price sensitive and uh, they, we, we can hardly connect, collect the money from these SMBs. And also the, the com- competition is uh, intensive. Many of our competitors, they, they, for certain reasons, they provide uh, free services to those uh, SMBs. And uh, secondly, the li- lifetime, the, the lifetime for SMB in China is much shorter than the United States. States. I, I saw a report say that in the, in the United States, uh, the average lifetime for a company, small medium company, is about uh, six to seven years, in average. But uh, in China, it's about uh, uh, two to three years. Mm-hmm. So for a SaaS software as, as a service company serving those uh, small media business merchants, it's very challenging for us to make a, a profit or even make can earn revenue. It's very difficult. So we uh, pivot again, and we that that. That is uh, what we are doing right now. We serving our uh, uh, brands, and uh, especially the international brand, uh, retail brands, help them to expand in China. Because we 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 think uh, brands is uh, in the center of uh, consumption, the retail, a uh, retail industry. They are made by many many brands. It's not the the individuals and not the SMB. It's the brands, especially so the international businesses, right? It's more established yes. businesses. They have their own brands, and uh, maybe some brands are already known by people. But at least uh, their businesses, uh, you know, they they have products in the market already. Uh-huh. Yeah, good quality products. They ensure the quality. Yes. Okay. Yes. So why international? You mentioned uh, your focus is, you know, you said especially for the international brands. So why is that? Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a couple of reasons why we choose to serve international brands. First is, uh, as you know, uh, chi- China people just, uh, China just passed 8,000 US dollar GDP per capita. Annual average disposable income in China is 25,974 yuan in 2017. That's about four, that's a little bit over 4,000 USD. So the GDP is over 8,000 USD. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. There's a, there's a saying if a country, their GDP per capita uh, past eight thousand, their uh, con- uh, their consumption for uh, goods will uh, the attribution will change dramatically. Uh, mm-hmm. They were looking for higher quality, better quality branded goods. So that's what uh, that is exactly what ha- what's happening uh, right now in China. In the past, uh, people just uh, buy cheap things. They they want to save money, and they don't value brand but but now with with the more and more expensive uh, income people 
there's a middle class population is growing very fast. So this middle class, they want, they are, they have broader kind of, they, they usually they travel a lot to overseas and they, they know many brands and they want to have a better quality of life. So that's, that's uh, the big opportunity for international brands. Usually uh, Chinese people, they go uh, abroad to buy those things uh, during the internal trips. And uh, now they want to buy domestically in China mm-hmm. by those uh, international brands. Yeah. So what do you say is, this is yeah. the consumption power for certain groups of Chinese people are pretty high now. And they, they want to consume quality products, uh, international brand or well-known brands. And uh, usually they could only access those brands when they travel internationally on business trips. But uh, their desire is pretty high. So that you see the opportunities that uh, serving the, these people to, through e-commerce to access the international brands, the, the goods, so they can purchase directly. Is that correct? Yes, yes. Yeah, the desire is so high. I can give you an example. When I was uh, working with a VC capital, a VC firm, I one of my uh, one of my uh, focused domain is uh, the cross cross border, cross border consumption. It's called Hai Tao, means buying buying things overseas online. So at the time, I I looked at the visitors of Amazon.com. I mean the the U.S. Amazon. The seven seven percent of the visitors are actually from China. The IP address is from China, and it's the third third biggest country source of Amazon U.S. So that means a lot of Chinese people they. Because the desire to buy branded uh, foreign goods is so high, they can even conquer the difficulties of language. They, they, they went on the English version of Amazon, and they need to have an international uh, uh, visa card, or they need to register PayPal in the U.S., and they also need to understand how to do the international logistics to serve those vendors, clear, clear customers, all these uh, difficulties just in order to buy things. You can see how high the desire is. Mm-hmm. So many, many uh, international brands, they, 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 they realize there's huge opportunity. So some of the early birds, they uh, started entering uh, Chinese market. Yeah, I saw, I think uh, many international brands, the big ones, they have already opened their retail stores uh, in you know, major cities uh, in China. And then some of them also opened their online stores. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, the biggest uh, online store platform, one is uh, Tianmao, which Tianmao.com. Tmall.com, which Tmall, right? For English, it's Tmall.com. It's part of Alibaba. And the other one is JD.com. So those are the top two for consumer products. Then, yeah, how is that relates to the things you want to do? Because you want to combine social media with e-commerce. 
And uh, you mentioned that you want to serve those international brands because the demand, people want to buy those kind of products. Yes. So, uh, uh, yes, what we are doing is uh, we are complement to Timo and JD.com for those uh, international brands because uh, for the international brands, they, they want to have a kind of omni-channel uh, platform centered by the brand itself and to serve their consumers, not just to rent a counter in the third-party e-commerce platform like JD and Tmall. And what we can help them is we, we can support them to establish all these channels, no matter it's a, it's a third-party platform or their online store, their website, or their mobile site, or their WeChat public, uh, account stores, or their offline uh, stores, we can connect all these uh, scenarios and uh, um, provide a one-stop dashboard to oversee and manage their business. And uh, you know, uh, for e-commerce, China is quite advanced in the world. I can a few uh, examples first. Uh, the Chinese e-commerce GMV, the total market volume, is about forty more than forty percent of the the world e-commerce. So it's it's very very uh, huge e-commerce market, and the, the and also we already moved into the mobile commerce kind of era. Uh, for people like myself, they, they are. 20% of Chinese population are cashless. That means we don't carry cash anymore in our life. So mobile payment is very, very popular in China. Yeah. This is very high, high penetration. Right. China um, kind of jumped over that credit card. So in China, many people, they were using cash. Then they, they just skipped credit card, uh, the plastic cards, directly went yes. into mobile payments. And in China today, mobile payments is so dominant. It's everywhere. Uh, I remember I used uh, use my WeChat application on my phone to buy, uh, to buy subway tickets and to pay for a coffee, almost everything. <laughs> everything, everything. Commerce, right? There's a, joke, there's a running, running joke. There's yeah. a running joke saying uh, even the beggar in the street, they require, they prefer mobile payment, WeChat. WeChat pay or Alipay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they won't... No cash. Cash is not accepted. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's something... Just very quickly in the recent couple of years, it's like a, yes. overnight everybody's using mobile payments. <laughs> um, yeah, it started in the Spring Festival of uh, two years ago, the Spring Festival two years ago. Oh, uh, WeChat, the red envelope. Did a, yeah, red the, envelope. Ball, the, the, the red envelope campaign uh, during the Spring Festival. Mm, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So overnight, during that week, the Spring Festival, overnight, everybody using WeChat Pay. 
Mm. Yeah, that's a such a phenomenal thing. Um, people send each other money, small amount of money, through WeChat, and because the tradition in China and、uh, during the Spring Festival, which is the Chinese New Year, people will give, especially elders, will give money in a red envelope to the younger generation, to younger people. Wish them a, a good year. Then WeChat is not just WeChat. There's some others.、Uh, WeChat and another company, I think Alibaba,、uh, Alipay. Alipay. Yes, they yeah, both yeah.、Uh, launched the same type of a campaign: send money to people, you know,、uh, each other through this type of a red envelope. Now it's digital, <laughs> so、yes. every Chinese is sending money, small amount of money to each other <laughs> to、yeah. send their greetings, their wishes <laughs> through this、yeah. new digital money, digital red envelope. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So transaction, those small amount of money that transaction become a kind of interaction between people. So. When you like some people, you give them money. You you <laughs> transfer money, give them the red, red envelope. That's kind of upvote, kind of money upvote. So、mm-hmm. it totally changes our uh, uh, consumers' behavior, and、uh, because it's so easy to pay money to, so it's very easily they can do their kind of impulse purchase on the mobile phone. So if、uh, in 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 the past when you buy things in the offline store, you will well consider yes, well solid if it's a rational kind of decision. And then on the e-commerce,、uh, you open the website, it's、uh, much easier. But right now, because the mobile payment is so convenient, it's、uh, like one click, the money is gone. So it totally changes the the way people buy things. They you may. Just、uh, you haven't realized you already placed the order, paid <laughs> successfully. Yeah, <laughs> and you don't physically touch it, so you don't feel the pain. <laughs> yeah, you don't feel pain. The certain area of your brain didn't、uh, haven't been、uh, activated. You know, you already made a purchase. <laughs> <laughs> your rational, rational part of your brain have been involved in the whole process. So let me just go back and see the help our audience understand the connections that you just mentioned、mm-hmm. between social media to the、uh, e-commerce to the international brand.、Um, so what you said is because first social media services like WeChat is a platform, right? WeChat is yes almost everybody's using <clears throat> in China. Yes. Second is on WeChat. There's lots of、uh, application being developed, including payments. So transaction can be so easily by just one click there. The third part is the mobile payments become every day, every moment、uh, by every Chinese people. So people have the habit today to pay through their. Mobile payment, which is integrated into social media platform like WeChat, and 
those are all the changes on the social media uh, side inside China uh, for the Chinese consumer behaviors. And on the other side, because the demand or the Chinese consumers' purchasing power is much higher than before, and the desire of the foreign brands. So it created these great opportunities for the foreign brands, international brands, to enter into China. A very easily, low cost, just uh, you know, through, and they can reach to consumers very easily through uh, social media platforms. Is that correct? Yes, yes. You get it right. And uh, what I, I like to add a few cents. One is uh, the so, social uh, WeChat is, as I said, it's become almost uh, everything of the mobile internet in China. It has already uh, built uh, multiple layers of services. First is uh, the communication layer. It's kind of IM at the beginning. Then it add up the, the uh, group chatting and moments, all these social network kind of feature. Then it adds uh, the mobile payment. With the mobile payment and other social media kind of uh, features, then commerce become possible. And because people are so addicted to their uh, WeChat platform, like like uh, uh, people in, in Shanghai, they spend uh, three to four hours per day on WeChat, according to a third-party report. And they will open WeChat more than uh, 200 times per day. Wow. So it's huge, huge thickness. People even didn't realize how much, how much time they spend every day on the WeChat the platform. So it, uh, the information and all these uh, connections are very uh, intensive uh, on the platform. So this is uh, the foundation why it's possible to do commerce on uh, WeChat. Right, it's time for another quick break. We're going to talk about more about the how exactly leverage these opportunities for international brands to enter into China. We'll be right back. America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Are you interested in expanding your business to China, but don't know how to start? Are you wondering how to grow your sales in the China market and win over competition? Meet Michelle Zhou and her team at Pacific Technologies Consulting Group. Our consultants are U.S.-China experts and have all lived and worked in both the U.S. and China with many years' experience in market entry strategies, management, and execution. We can help you find the right partners, develop opportunities, and grow your business in China. Please visit ptcgconsulting.com today. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K., on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. 
Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now, toll-free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to In China with Michelle Zhou. To call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to info at ptcgconsulting.com. Now, back to this week's program. Okay, we are back. This is in China with Michelle Zhou, and I'm talking with Brad. Talking about we are discussing about China's social media, and what's the business opportunities for international brands. So, Brad, we just talking about from Chinese consumers side on their desire to purchase、um, international brands, and we also talk about、uh, you know everything's ready.、Uh, What we mean is technical side、uh, and the social media side,、um, and、uh, you know all these、uh, different、uh, parts to make、uh, e-commerce transactions happen very easily、uh, through the social media platform WeChat. Now let's take another side, a different view to look at this. Assuming I am an international brand, right? I have my brand already. You know, selling in let's say in in the U.S. Maybe I'm not that big. I haven't really opened any stores in China, or you know, that's just a, a lot of money there. I haven't made that decision yet. So now I know Chinese market is big, and I'm interested in that. So how do I start? How can I leverage this phenomenon you just mentioned? Uh, social media and e-commerce. How do I write this time? Yes, I I think、uh, yeah, that's a normal question for many international brands. China, the market is so attractive, but、uh, how to start? So, according to my understanding, I think、uh, first, basically, the brand need to take the strategy that most suitable to them their their brands. So, if it's a very Big brands and they have、uh, they can invest quite a lot. They may do、uh, try the multiple things、uh, in a,、uh, at the same time. They may open official store in the in the Tmall or in JD.com, and they they may even op- open their offline stores. They can、uh, also try a lot of uh, branding uh, uh, kind of marketing activities in China, but.、Uh, That was cost a lot for many of the brands. I think social media is a good starting point to test the water in China. It is very segmented, and the e-commerce is very advanced. 
I mean, the competition in e-commerce is uh, very intensive. Many competitors competed with the same group of uh, consumers. So in order to get a director feeling of what kind of goods suitable for Chinese consumers, uh, what, how can they do the marketing and packaging, pricing, all these questions need to be answered first before investor big amount of money. So I think uh, e-com social, social media is good uh, way to test the water and uh, get some conclusions. And as you know, there's uh, many self-media, self-media on the WeChat and the Weibo platforms. So they, they have a lot of fans. They have a lot of followers and they want to uh, monetize. Besides uh, advertising, they, e-commerce is a good way to do the monetization for those uh, self-media. So you I, are, think, uh, I think what you mean is the influencers, um, the people, they have a lot of fans established. So they, yes. influencers, they, they publish, you know, they write about things or they publish. Articles, yeah, they, they can uh, write articles and they, they can recommend their good products, good brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can suggest good lifestyle kind of things. So the followers or their fans would uh, see that. Uh-huh. So you, you, you yes, yes. use the brands can use those uh, influencers to reach many, many audience or many, many consumers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Because those are uh, those K- KOL or say the key opinion leader mm-hmm. leaders, they have influence. They have huge influence for their friends. In terms of their purchasing decision, they they can be a good vehicle for those brands to do the promotion of their products. Because for for people, for most of the brand that I am working with, they they are not very good at doing building their own social media account. I mean, it's understandable because for consumers, we we may buy a many stuff uh, every day right but uh, we seldom will follow their brand's facebook account if but we will follow many uh, influencers account because mm-hmm. they can write uh, the content that we're interested to read okay we have a couple of minutes left let's just uh, get into this very mm-hmm practical side right so the brand international brand uh, where do they start so do they just uh, look at and launch their own WeChat account uh, or do something uh, and you mentioned that the KOL the opinion leaders they reach out to the key opinion leaders write articles about them is that uh, what you are saying yes they can leverage their influence power of those key opinion leaders and try and can uh, test the water and uh, understand the con- uh, Chinese uh, consumers more and yeah. to uh, better packaging and uh, to better telling their brand story in China because it may be different from their, from the, the, the brand story in their the home market. Uh-huh. And uh, you guys can help them to... Uh, one of our product is kind of affiliate network 
a social media affiliate network. So we help brands to uh, connect with uh, many, many of uh, those uh, KOLs. And we, we, we are kind of uh, affiliate network connecting both sides. One side is uh, the KOLs, they want to make money, they want to make, uh, monetize their uh, social influence. And uh, on the other side, it's brand. They want to uh, reach out to more consumers with uh, a reasonable uh, cost. Mm-hmm. And how is that commerce part to happen? Manufacturer, the brand, they, they, they can just provide the product, product information to us. To, then we will help them to, to complete the product description and decide the inventory and all the de- logistic details. Then we will, we will uh, input this, this, this product to our goods market. There's a big goods market uh, on our affiliate uh, product, and consumers they can log in to see all these different products in the market. They can pick product that most suitable to their fans, to their followers, and then they will embed their shopping cart. The the buy button of this product into their articles. They will they will write an article to promote this product. Then they will publish this article, and their followers will see the article. And if they are interested, they click the buy button within the article, and then after a few clicks, the purchase will be done. Then the order information will automatically trans transfer back to the brand which who provides this uh, product and uh, then they can fulfill the order. So all these uh, information exchange and the purchase, the payment done on the WeMart platform. So we, we provided the back end to connect to both sides. That's very interesting. Wow. So yeah. on one side the um the merchants, the consumer products manufacturers, for example, or the brands, what you call, right? They will mm-hmm. put their products there. Then in the middle are the key official, uh, key opinion leaders or the influencers. You know, people have a lot of fans. Uh, then through these people, they can broadcast uh, or they can let people know about this product through a different way. Instead of selling on the market, they, they write articles or they do recommendations. Then the consumers, yes. they believe those POLs, so they may read what they write about and the consumers can just directly purchase through reading whatever the article or some other content through the content they can just do the purchase directly wow yes yes directly yeah so how many customers do you have can you give us a a real example there just a quick one just mention the few names right now we are mainly are serving those international brands like macy's from the united states and the from french and the Bonobo Jeans, G-Star Roll, Chivers, 
and etc. So from all over the world, we are helping those fast-growing international brands here, and we provide the omnichannel solution with a focus in social media. Mm. And they are they are making a good progress here. And one of the brand in the uh, during the two-day Black Friday uh, campaign, they're selling more than thirty thirty percent of their total sales on just uh, WeChat. Wow! And selling to the Chinese consumers. Yes, selling to directly shipping from U.S. to the Chinese consumers. What shipping directly from U.S. to the Chinese consumers here? Yes, yes. Many of the goods are shipping are shipped directly from the U.S. from Hong Kong uh, to China. Wow! The international cross-border logistic is quite uh, developed right now. It only took uh, two day, I think, two days to to the Chinese customer, then a few days to clear the customer. So usually, it only it only takes uh, like five to seven uh, working days from the U.S. warehouse to consumers home so it's kind of a week a week uh, time door to door is that uh, expensive because I, I assume the soup uh, the shipping cost would uh, add quite some to uh, it, right uh, it's about less than less than 10 us dollar per pound oh they go by weight okay. pound. Okay. yes wow Remember, say there's a report saying in the past year, a year 2017, their e-commerce transaction conducted in WeChat is more than 300 billion RMB. And we also explained how is how that can be connected to e-commerce. What's the connection between social media platform and e-commerce? And we also talked about the opportunities for international brands uh, to our Chinese consumers and how uh, the social media and e-commerce can enable the international brands to sell directly to China very easily. And Brad, you also explained your company, WeMart, W-E-M-A-R-T, how WeMart can enable all these transactions and what kind of service you guys provide, you are providing to international brands. I think that's all awesome. I want to also thank our audience. It's been great to have you all here. And we have talked about China's social media and business opportunities today. I want to send a special thank you to our wonderful guest, Brad Chen. You can find more about Brad's company by going to wemart.c. You are listening to In China with Michelle Zhou, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you for tuning into In China with Michelle Zhou. Please join us for another edition next Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We'll talk again next week. 